going on guys this is pat tarnacki coming to you with the fourth installment of from the red corner your weekly mma podcast jesus i can't talk today brought to you by the tailgatecom we're going to talk all things ufc 259 what a fucking card it was what a card it delivered in every way possible if you're mad about this card you're not an mma fan i'm sorry the card started off with the early prelims <clears throat> Sorry, I'm fighting a cold right now. Early prelims, four out of five finishes. Three knockouts, one fucking sub. What a way to start the night. Good God. We'll move on. We'll talk about... Let's talk about the main card now. Let's get this out of the way. First fight of the night on the main card, you got Tiago Santos versus uh, Rakic. <sighs> it did not live up to what I... Th- Honestly, I thought this, this fight could have possibly stolen the show. It fucking did not. Both guys were super hesitant. No one really, no one really took it. Like you were expecting someone to land a big shot. No one in that fight took it. Um, Rakic won. Yeah, good fight. You got the win. Hope you're not looking for a light heavyweight title shot next, because that ain't gonna happen after that. Him or Santos. Neither of them threw a lot of punches. Neither of them threw shots. No one was coming forward. Nobody was doing anything. It was just, I don't know, it was like they tr- a feeling out process for three rounds, and it's not what these guys are. Santos is a killer. Rakic is a killer. Like, what are we doing? In the he- light heavyweight division now, where it's like kind of up for the taking, you got to go take it, and none of them took it. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, Rakic, I, I don't, he clearly doesn't get a title shot after this, obviously. But who's he get? Who's he getting out? Like, I, I don't... I don't know. I don't... It sure as shit didn't blow Dana White's balls off. I could tell you that. I'm sure he wasn't happy by setting up these two guys, two top four guys in the division, and that's what they give us? Not the best way to start the main card at all. But it wasn't a good fight. It wasn't fun. Even if you're a hardcore MMA fan, like I kind of consider myself... It, it wasn't watchable. It was just two dudes just dancing around the whole fight. Like it, like I said, in that light heavyweight division, it's literally up four grabs. If one of them put up a performance, they could have fought the champ next. I fully believe that. But they didn't. Like I, I, like I said, Rockets won decision. They could have gave it to Santos easily. I wouldn't have said any different. Um, Moving on, we had... Islam Makachev over Drew Dober via arm triangle choke. This guy's a fucking beast, and he's a guy to contend in the lightweight division. With Khabib gone, dude, he's scary. Give him... I I genuinely think he can compete with the top five guys right now. No question in my mind. I know Drew Dober is not a top 15 guy, but Drew Dober is a fucking savage. Drew Dober is a beast. His wrestling is so good, and Makachev made him look like he's never wrestled before. Makachev dominated the fight, start to finish, on the ground, on the feet. He did everything, everything. Dober, Dober is no joke. Like Dober's got heavy hands, good wrestling defense, and he just Makachev just took him down like it was nothing. Islam took him down like it was Drew Dober's second fight in the UFC. It was, it was pretty crazy. And I, Makachev, Islam hasn't fought since 2019, so I think a lot of people forgot how good this guy actually fucking is. He's good, man. He's good. What's next for him? 
I don't know, give him Tony Ferguson. Feed him Tony Ferguson. He wants Tony Ferguson. What a story that would be to see Makachev fight Ferguson and beat Ferguson to just, I don't know. Because him and Khabib, Ferguson and Khabib have just been going at it four years, four years, four years, four years. And Ferguson's still calling Khabib a bitch. He's calling him this. He's, dude, let it go, man. Let it go. You have shown your... Uh, uh, don't get me wrong. Tony Ferguson's still a beast. Absolute animal. Absolute warrior. But he's kind of shown lately he is human. He's beatable. Very beatable. He's probably lost. I'd say he won the first round in the Gaethje fight, maybe. But after that, he's lost every round since then. Give it to, Mach give it to Islam. Why not? Fuck it. Fuck it. He needs a top name, and Gaethje's the guy to do it. Gaethje, Jesus Christ. I'm fucked up today. Ferguson's the guy to take it. Um, well, that'd be an, an amazing story. Um, if Mach Islam said he wants to retire old man Ferguson. Now, I'm not the biggest Tony Ferguson fan. I think he's kind of cringy. He's kind of a douche. But, yeah, I'd watch that. I'd watch that in a heartbeat. Commander... Put that on a main main event for a fight night on ESPN. I tuned in in a fucking heartbeat. That would be such a good fight. And who knows? Ken Ferguson bounced back from like crushing losses to Gaethje then Oliveira. Oliveira, he looked terrible, absolutely terrible. Oliveira controlled every facet of that fight on the ground, dominated every second of that fight, in my opinion. And you saw what Gaethje did to him. Gaethje pounded him, pounded him with clean shots, precision shots. Don't you, like I said, Ferguson's a absolute dog. He wouldn't go down against Gaethje, but shit, man. Could this be the end for Ferguson? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not a fighter. I don't know when to call it quits, when not to, but I don't know. It's, I, I think it's almost closing time for Ferguson, and maybe Islam, Islam clearly wants to be the guy to end his fight career. And I, it's kind of, like I said, it's kind of a cool story. Khabib and Islam are close friends almost you call them brothers um because when uh khabib's father died i know it hit islam just as hard as it hit khabib um but yeah that'd be a great fight to make like amazing fight to make then we had <clears throat> the bantamweight fight the bantamweight title fight i i'm actually gonna skip that for now because I, I got a lot to say about it i'm gonna go to the amanda nunez Versus Megan Anderson fight. You are honest to God witnessing history. This girl, Amanda Nunez, is she's the best, hands down, the best female fighter of all time. Don't even argue. It's not an argument anymore. She's a fucking killer. Absolute killer. She beats everyone they put in front of him, and it's Megan Anderson, look, I, I hate to say it, Megan Anderson was not ready for the spotlight, it seems. She looked almost scared shitless coming into that fight. She looked tentative. As soon as the opening bell rang, like, she looked tentative. She wasn't ready for that fight. I'm sorry. Megan Anderson, and that's no knock on Megan Anderson, she's a world-class fighter. Knockout power, pretty decent wrestling, like, but Amanda Nunes is just there. She's above everyone. And what's next for her? I don't fucking know. Because I can genuinely not see anybody beating her. And in my opinion, everybody says Shevchenko. She's the next one because their two fights were so close. I think Nunes I think Nunez wins. How? I don't know. 
But I think if they if they book that fight, I think Nunez wins again and ends it. I think she finishes Shevchenko. Genuinely, I think she finishes Shevchenko. Amanda Nunez is that good. That good. And she's so fucking marketable, dude. She's such a nice human being. Her and her wife, Nina Ansarov, they just had a baby together. She seems like an unbelievable mom, an unbelievable human being. And then she gets in the cage and she's a fucking animal. Like, there's two different Amanda Nunez's. Like, like, she comes in and it's almost like... It, it's one of those things where you watch it and you're like, ah, this isn't going to be a fight. But you still tune in because Amanda Nunez is a fucking beast. She ended up... Uh, I'm so sorry. She ended up having a triangle arm bar for the win on Megan Anderson. And it was like... It was almost like people say, like, with animals, when they're hurt, you got to put them down humanely. And that's almost like, it was humanely what she did to Megan Anderson instead of just pummeling her, which we've seen her do several times. A lot of people forget, Amanda Nunes is a warrior. She KOs people the fuck out. But she she's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. She's good on the ground. She's a scary person. And when I say she's the best female fighter of all time, I genuinely think you could be looking at one of the best fighters of all time. She's that good. She's that good. And right now in the UFC, I don't know if there's anybody who can beat her. Like, genuinely beat her. I don't know. I don't think there's a person. They're talking Juliana Pena. And that's how that's how crazy the women's division is right now. Pena's won one fight in a row. And that's not, like, Juliana Pena's a beast. She's another one been so close to the title shot so close to the title shot and she just hasn't reached it it's an intriguing fight because Pena is great on the ground maybe she can take Amanda Nunez down maybe she can wear and tear on her and grind out a decision win I don't know dude I don't know the last time Nunez lost was to Kat Zingano and that's how Zingano beat her Zingano repeatedly took her down hit her with elbow after elbow just slicing elbows and I don't I don't know, maybe Juliana Pena can do that? Juliana Pena is one of the top fighters in the division. But like I said, it, it's like the top fighters in the division. And then there's Amanda Nunez. She's just so much better. I, I think she's miles ahead of everyone. And you got to start thinking, is she going to retire at some point soon? Because what the fuck does she have left to prove? She's done everything. She's defended both belts all the time. She's won... She's, the only simultaneous champion in the UFC right now. And she's defending both belts. Like, she's she's an absolute warrior. The UFC needs to market her more. I mean, they do a great job marketing her. But I think they need to do it a little bit more. And they do, they do. I shouldn't say they don't. But push her to the fucking forefront. Fuck all these other guys. Dude, she's so awesome. If she wasn't a lesbian, I'd date her. I have a, I have a crush on Amanda Nunez. She's so awesome. Like I said, just one of the nicest people in the world. She, she, it's, it's funny because like, it was such a nice moment after the fight. Like she brought her daughter in the cage and Megan Anderson was saying hi to her daughter. It, there was no animosity there. And it's good to see like, it was just a, it, it just a master class again by Nunez. Like she's, she's just unbelievable. Um, I know they're trying to turn her around quick for the 135 belt, um, championship uh who knows she probably will fight pena because pena just uh holly Holm just dropped out of the fight versus pena so give her the fight 
fuck it, let's see what she can do. I, I mean, Felicia Spencer's fighting a girl who's 1-0. No disrespect to the girl, I don't even know her name. But Felicia Spencer fought for the fucking title against Cyborg before. And now she's going to fight some girl who's 1-0? Like, what's happening? What's going on? It just doesn't make sense. But Amanda Nunez, she's going to... I, It's one of those things I think Nunez is going to hold the title as long as she wants to hold the fucking title. She's that good. She's that good. Now let's go to the main event. Jan, Izzy, great fight. Very technical. <sighs> Again, sorry, dude. I keep clearing my throat. It's disgusting. I have a cold. Uh, this is my Jordan flu game, basically. Um, I'm sitting here by myself. No co-host, no Ed. I I I'm just recording. So, Jan, Izzy. First round, Izzy. Second round for me, Jan. Third round, Jan. Er, no. I'll go first. I I'm sorry. I, I got it right here. First round, Jan. Second, Izzy. Third, Izzy. Fourth and fifth, Jan. Easy for me. Some of these people, judges that gave Jan a 10-8 in the fourth and fifth, I actually said it prior to that. That could be a 10-8 round. Do I agree it was a 10-8 round? No. Because to be a 10-8 round for me, you, you have to, like, I think Jan had to dominate Israel Adesanya. He didn't. Izzy looked good at the beginning of both rounds. And it's funny, earlier in the fight, I was like, you know what? I think Jan's waiting. He's going to save his wrestling. He's going to save his fourth and fifth round. Took Izzy down, held him down. And the thing was, he wasn't just, like I've said before, laying and praying. He was hitting Izzy with elbows, punches. He was moving. He was, he was controlling the guard. He was changing guard, you know? He looked good on the feet. And hopefully now this shows people like Jan Blahovich. He's not just the champ because John Jones or Daniel Cormier isn't there. He's a hell of a fighter. He is a beast. He's a warrior. This doesn't... And, and like, good on Izzy for jumping up, taking the chance, getting the balls to go up to light heavyweight for middleweight. He's still the middleweight champion. That's not going away anytime soon, in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Izzy, Izzy, <clears throat> I don't think his star power diminished. I think Izzy's still one of the top stars in the UFC right now. Hands down, he's charismatic. People love him. He's fun to watch. What he's done to the middleweight division is just fucking unreal. He's piecing people up. He's so methodical. He he waits for his shot and he gets it. Now, what's next for Izzy? Clearly, he's moving back down to middleweight. And I think you have three things you got to talk about here. You got Derek Brunson coming up against Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland wins that fight. There's a lot of shit talk that's been going on with Izzy and Holland. If Holland wins that fight impressively, he could get a shot at Izzy. There's no doubt. Then you got Marvin Vittori, Darren Till. I don't know why I said Darren like that. Another dude, Izzy said he wants the Scousa. He wants the Scousa. Um, Darren Till wins that fight, he'd get a title shot. Honestly, Marvin Vittori wins that fight, he can get a title shot. It's, it's, it's like I said, the third option is Whitaker Costa. And I think the only way that's even an option is if Whitaker wins. Costa's not going to get the title shot. After the way he looked against Izzy last time, there's not a fucking snowball's chance in hell that I think Dana White and the UFC are going to give Costa another title shot. That performance against Izzy was horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. He was... He didn't... I don't even know if he threw a fucking punch. And the, fu the funny thing was, every time Izzy kicked him, every time Izzy did something, he, he showboated. He's like, come on, come on. And then finally, Izzy kicked him did something, might have punched him, and then he stopped showboating, so Izzy knew he had him. Izzy knew he had him. 
What for me, do I want to see next? I'd like to see Whitaker versus Izzy. Why? Because I thought Whitaker had some good moments in the first fight, in the first round. Looked pretty good. Yes, Izzy dropped him <coughs> towards the end of the first round. But I, I think that's the next fight easily. I think it's going to be an absolute war, too. Whitaker has put on some great performances since the Izzy fight. He beat Darren Till. He beat, uh, shit, who else did he beat? Uh, I can't remember. Nah, this sucks. I can't remember. Oh, Jared Cannonier. I'm so sorry. Um, he beat him, and he beat them both com pretty convincing. Um, Whitaker, Whitaker, I think, poses the best chance to beat Izzy. Is he going to? I don't know. I don't know. He can't rush in like he did last time. Izzy clipped him. Izzy knocked him out. Izzy knocked him out clean. Israel Adesanya, like I said, he, yeah, he didn't win the light heavyweight title. Big fucking deal. Dude had the balls to jump up and go after it. Um. Yeah, like I, 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 is he still the biggest one of the biggest stars in the sport? I think outside of maybe McGregor and a couple other people, Khabib. But uh, is he's a beast? And like I said, let's go back to Jan Jan Blahovich. He's no joke, dude. He didn't just win the fucking belt because John Jones vacated. Like, dude, I think he could have beat John Jones. Dude showed he can wrestle. He's got fucking. That Polish power, dude. This guy is unreal. I love Jan Blachowicz. And what an awesome story, too. Like, at one point... Dude, the dude lost four out of five at one point. He was probably close to getting caught from the USC. Now he's a champ. Amazing story. Like, dude, like, good on him. And like, he was pissed after the fight. I know he said, uh, DC on the commentary booth. Now I'm the champ. Now I'm the champ. Dude, you're the champ. Like, you're the champ. There's no denying that. What's next for him is Glover Teixeira. It has to be Glover Teixeira. And I think that's a great matchup. I think Glover actually matches up well against Jan. Glover, what a fucking rejuvenation. He's that dude's like 40 years old or some shit. Dude, you're going to see... And it's <laughs> there's going to be no animosity in that fight. Two of the nicest guys in the fucking sport. Um, yeah. I'm saying Izzy, Whitaker, Jan, Teixeira. That's next. If Whitaker wins. If not, I don't know. Then I think if Brunson wins against Holland, that's it. Uh, you don't you don't make Brunson obviously versus him. Then you go to Vittori until odds are whoever wins that fight gets the next shot. Well, like well played too. They should. They're both beasts. Marvin Vittori is a fucking animal, and you saw that in his fight against Jack Hermanson. Dude, dude took the fight on X amount of weeks, maybe a couple weeks notice. It might even have been a week. And just pieced her Manson up. Pieced him up. Heavy bombs. Just, dude. Vittori's the fucking Italian stallion. I know my people in Frankfurt are going to love this guy. Like I said, he's Italian, so we'll love him. He's awesome. But now we go to the biggest thing in the fight. And I hate talking about because I told you I love Aljo. Aljamain Sterling. Piotr Jan. Ends in a DQ. Sterling's a new champ. I, I, you, you, I, Joe Rogan said it perfectly. You, I don't think the belt should change hands with a DQ, but like they said, that but unfortunately that's that's the rule. Like that's the rule. It uh, it sucks. I love Aljo. I didn't want to see him win the belt this way. You could tell he was clearly upset afterwards. It happened in the fourth round. It seemed like Jan was finally wearing down Aljo. You know what I mean, Aljo. 
I, I think Jan stuffed 12 out of 13 takedowns from Sterling. Sterling did land more strikes, yes. But I think Jan landed the more significant ones. The more... The more devastating shots. Um, so in the fourth round, Aljo was down. Jan had the back of his head holding him. And I looked I, I looked at someone who was sitting there watching the fight with me. And I'm like, he's going to fucking knee him. He's going to fucking knee him and get DQ'd. What's he do? He fucking knees Aljo, knocks him out. Aljo clearly couldn't fight. Uh, I'm sorry you want to call him a faker. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. You know Aljamain Sterling. He don't pull that shit. He doesn't do that shit. And I think... I don't know who said it. Somebody tweeted it out. A fighter. It might, uh, Justin Gaethje. Justin Gaethje said, At this point, it should be the ref's call. The fighter should not get the call if he's good to fight. Dude just took a spot-on, clean knee to the face. A legal knee. The Aljo should not have been able to make that decision. Because now, if you leave it up to the ref, you don't have anybody out there calling Aljo a faker. He's a paper champ, this and that. Aljo's one of the most hardworking guys in the sport. He's an animal. The funk master. I love Aljo. But, after he won the belt, he threw the belt down. He was clearly distraught, crying saying he didn't want to win the belt this way. And I agree, nobody fucking wants to win the belt that way. No one. Say whatever the fuck you want, nobody wants to win the belt that way. But where I do have a small problem, and I'm just one guy, dude. I've heard people say it. You post on social media of, like, you holding the belt with all your boys. You show a surprise party of you coming in uh, with the belt as the champ. You got a little picture with Henry Cejudo talking about, let's do it. Like, come on, man. And that's where, like I said, I have a small problem. I love Aljo. Like I said, I love Aljo. One of, probably one of my favorite fighters in the UFC. But if you're going to sit there and like say this and that, and then flaunt that you, you're the champ, it's just a tough look. It's a tough look. Um, I don't know. Clearly... I don't think the Cejudo fight's the moneymaker. Did you want to see the Piotr Jan Aljamain Sterling rematch? Because there's going to be so much animosity and bad blood there. That's the money fight. That's the money fight. And I think in this fight, Jan had him. Jan had him. You could see Aljo was clearly gassing. And that, I think that is due to the fact that he just kept trying to take Jan down. Trying to take. And Jan just wasn't having it, dude. Jan's a beast. Jan's a beast. And I hope Aljo can make adjustments for the next fight, which he will. Mark my words, he will. But like I said, I I, I don't know. It's a tough look to sit there and say, I didn't want to win the belt this way, this and that. And like I said, you're kind of walking around like you just knocked Peter Jan out. And, it, and it's, it's a double-edged sword for me because on the other hand, you, you can't say... This dude didn't work his entire fucking career to be the champ. It's not like he didn't earn the belt. You know what I'm saying? And I know I sound very contradictive, but... Like I said, it's not like you could sit there and say he didn't earn the belt. Aljo has put in the time. He's put in the work. He's done this. He's done that. He's the champ, guys. He's the fucking champ. You know what I'm saying? But... I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. Clearly, there's no other place to go 
then Piotr Jan and Aljamain Sterling. That's it. Like, nothing else. Nothing else. I wanted to see Aljo win the belt. I did. Like, truly, I was rooting for him. And I don't say that often on this podcast, like I'm rooting for someone. Aljo's my guy. Donated, like I said, donated to Tarka Palooza before. Donated, signed, shine, signed pictures, shirts, this, that. Dude's the fucking man. Great guy. So don't sit there and act like he's a fucking shit bum because of this and that. Dude got fucked up. Dude got fucked up because of an illegal knee. Despite what you want to say, Jan threw it. Jan knew he was throwing it. That's still an illegal knee. So that's my wrap-up of UFC 259. Well, the main card. We'll talk other fights. Dominic Cruz over Casey Kenny. I thought Cruz won all three rounds. It was a split decision. I thought that was crazy. Vintage Cruz for me. Dipping, ducking, dodging. Dude looks so good. Peppering him with the jab. Unbelievable fight. Great to see Cruz back in there. And there's like old Dominic Cruz, like I said. <clears throat> Dipping. Dodging everything. Bam, bam, jab. Bam, bam, jab. Out. Bam, bam, jab. Hook. Jab. Hook. Jab. Jab, jab, hook. Out. Looks so good. Askarov over Benavidez. Askarov dominated. Dominated Benavidez. Benavidez had a filthy cut under his eye. It sucks to see because I love... I love Benavidez. I do. But, I don't know. This could be the end of Joseph Benavidez. And I hate, I fucking, terrible for me to say that. I hate it. One of the best flyweights of all time. But Askarov's a different animal. He Askarov could be next for the flyweight title too. He's so good. It's these Dagestani guys, man. They just wrestle. They just wrestle. And they fucking got this cardio. Like they're just unfucking real. Um, Kai Kara France, huge comeback KO. Unbelievable comeback KO. This dude was losing. It was honestly probably a 10 8 round in the first round. He, he was getting wrestled the fuck out of him. This dude that he fought was a BJJ specialist. He was dominating him on the ground. Then they stand up, probably say about 15 seconds left. Kai Kara France empties the gas tank. Knocks this guy clean out. Folds him. Absolutely folds him. Five seconds left in the first round. What a comeback. Another dude who you look at at flyweight. Maybe. Maybe this dude's a fucking beast too. He strings together a couple wins. It's tough to say. Hey dude, you don't deserve a title shot. Because that was impressive. Sean Brady. He's a contender at welterweight. He will be a contender at welterweight. Mark my fucking words. Beat Jake Matthews. Like, contender. Massachusetts guy, American. He's a fucking contender. Let's go to the fucking weird part about the card. Tim Elliott versus Jordan Espinoza. Cameras picked the mic. Cameras picked up Tim Elliott, getting on top of him, landing an elbow, controlling the top. You're like, damn, this is good. Then you hear Tim Elliott say this. He goes, oh, I see you like to choke women out in 2018. And I was like, what the fuck did he just say? He goes, yeah, she messaged me. She sh- sent me the pictures. Apparently, this stems from Jordan Espinosa's former girlfriend, fiance. I don't know what she was. Showing pictures of Tim Elliott prior to the fight of bruises, of the police, of this and that, of what Espinosa did to her. Terrible look. Absolutely terrible look. And Elliot, Elliot made him pay for it. Elliot looked good. And kudos to Tim Elliott if these rumors are true. Fuck that. 
you beat the fuck out of that guy, and you did that for that girl. That was cool as shit. Weird to see in the cage. Like I said, obviously Tim Elliott didn't want cameras to pick that up. He didn't want it publicized. But he knew what he was doing. Espinosa said, yeah, she told you. You don't know the whole story. You don't know shit. Elliott followed with, I fucking know enough. Kudos to you, Tim. You're fucking awesome, man. Unbelievable fight. We got some other news this week. Uh, Junior Dos Santos and Alistair Overeem both released from the UFC contract. Tough to see, man. Tough to see. Junior Dos Santos, probably one of the nicest guys in MMA, let alone the UFC. Alistair Overeem, such a legend. Dos Santos had five fights left on his contract. Overeem, too. Who knows what's left for them? Honestly, they go to Bellator right now. They're the top heavyweights at Bellator. Hands down. Sorry, Ryan Bader. I think you're incredible, but those guys are better. Um, Dos Santos, former champ. Overeem tried, uh, got close, got close, never got the belt in the UFC. Another one, just a legendary name. Overeem, just legendary kickboxing, K1, pride, all this shit. Dude's an absolute savage. Um, you know, best of luck to those guys. Like, they're going to get signed somewhere. They ain't done fighting. I'll tell you that one. Dan Hardy fired by the UFC for a disagreement he had with an employee. Dan Hardy's a very vocal guy, man. I love Dan Hardy. I think he's a great announcer. Very vocal guy. Talk shit to Herb Dean before about late stoppages continually. Dana White doesn't have that shit. Dana White doesn't like that shit. UFC let him go. Well, he said he's he he said he's not doing commentary duties anymore. So I don't know if he's still a part of the UFC or this is kind of like a small suspension for him to be like, dude, get your shit together. I don't know. I don't know. Um, not much else went on in the world of MMA. Let me quickly preview this weekend's card. I'm just going to preview the fucking main event. Bilal Muhammad, Leon Edwards. I've said it the last three weeks. Muhammad deserves this shot, earned this shot. Leon Edwards, number three guy in the division. Honestly, I think Bilal's going to win. I don't make predictions, but I think Bilal's going to win. Edwards hasn't fought in almost two years. <clears throat> um... Bilal's been active. Bilal's cardio. He's a cardio machine. He can wrestle. He can stand. Dude's an absolute warrior. It's going to be an awesome fight. Five-round war, Saturday night, main event. Tune in, ESPN+. Plus. It's going to be fucking awesome. Bilal Muhammad, I've talked to him several times on Instagram. Such a nice, chill guy. Hopefully, I can get him on the podcast. It's going to be an interesting interview. But that's it for me this week. It was tough for me to do without getting any feedback from my buddy Ed. But we did it. Go follow us at the-tailgate, that's T-H-E-T-A-L-G-A-T-E.com. For more, follow us on Spotify, Google Play, from the Red Corner. I'll see you next week. Maybe, we'll see. I'm going out of town this weekend, so we're going to rip off some podcasts this week. We got, of course, On Thin Ice, our hockey podcast, tomorrow, Wednesday. And for the second week in a row, we'll be filming the happy hour this week on Thursday. So listen, we're going to have a new rank on the happy hour. Keep listening, guys. We love the support. Not a lot of support. We're getting there. We're grinding. We got t-shirts coming through. We got hats. We got stickers. They're going to be for sale. They're going to have some free giveaways. Let's go. Have a good weekend, guys. Have a good week. Weekend shit. It's only Tuesday. Have a great week, guys. Take care.